From the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California, this is Anchor LA. It's Wednesday, the 2nd of August, 2017. China announced late on Tuesday the opening of its first overseas base in Africa. The naval base in Djibouti is a major step for the expansion for the country's military presence internationally. The logistics base is the first of its kind for Beijing, and the Chinese Defense Ministry has stated it will use it to support naval escorts, UN peacekeeping, and for humanitarian support. China has further described the base as defensive in nature, saying it would also provide support for anti-piracy and evacuating Chinese nationals from the region in case of emergency. China started construction on the naval base back in February 2016 in the Horn of Africa where it will be stationed just a few miles from the USA's only permanent base in Africa. Well, in the tech world now, news which could become headlines is emerging from SoftBank-owned Sprint. The company has announced it would decide soon on whether to pursue a merger with either the U.S. T-Mobile company or Charter Communications with an announcement coming in the near future. This even after rumors surfaced earlier in the week that Charter has no interest in gaining Sprint. If this is the case, T-Mobile looks to be the likely victim of this merger. Victim because the infamous uncarrier T-Mobile has been making waves in the cell service world the past few years by doing away with contracts, data caps, and even high costs, making them very popular among customers wanting a low-cost, hassle-free, unlimited service deal, the likes of which just can't be found on other U.S. carriers. On the other hand, Sprint has been proceeding along the opposite road, charging more monthly fees for inferior service and blaming perpetual network upgrades as the cause for no service in both rural and urban areas. If the merger succeeds, one can only wait and see whose agenda will win in the end. Sprint's stock did rise after the news of a possible merger late on Tuesday. Tuning to the beat of a different drum, author Ralph Moody was born in East Rochester, New Hampshire in 1898 and moved into the western U.S. in 1906 with his family when he was only eight years old in the hopes that a dry climate would improve his father's health. The family experienced water wars between farmers, a tornado, and other hardships as they tried to sustain a ranch in Littleton, Colorado. Pursuing his goals and using ingenuity and a lot of hard work, Ralph and his family built a life for themselves until tuberculosis claimed the life of Ralph's father when he was only 11. After they moved into downtown Littleton, Ralph and his sister Grace started a street baking business and other startups to help their mother provide for their large family. Ralph worked on a ranch one summer to raise money and learned many skills that would serve him later on. A few years later, Ralph's mother was served a subpoena to appear in court against a man that she believed was innocent. 
Instead of running the risk of incriminating an innocent man, the Moody family returned to New England, but Ralph had difficulty readjusting to life in Boston and ended up going to live with his grandfather, Thomas Gould, on a farm in Lisbon Falls, Maine, which is covered in his 1953 book, The Fields of Home. After World War I, Ralph traveled west, intending to end up back in Littleton, Colorado, before he succumbed to a diagnosed illness, diabetes. He worked for a time in the desert southwest and midwestern U.S., including sculpting plaster busts, stunt horseback riding for films, and even becoming a farm owner as he worked his way back towards Colorado while continuing to support his family financially. After four years of the roving life, he continued to remain in good health and decided the prognosis for his illness was wrong. He married in 1922 and moved to Kansas City, Missouri, where they had three children. Ralph began a career with the Procter & Gamble Company, but soon after moved his family to California. Often called the Little Britches series named after his first book, Ralph Moody wrote penned selections from his life in autobiographical format, covering his diverse boyhood and overcoming the rigors of growing up in the American West. His book series is a favorite in many households and have inspired more than one child to think outside the box when dealing with difficult or seemingly insurmountable odds. The term is so simple, and yet the meaning seems so complex at times. What is sin? It's not just lying or stealing. Sin is anything that scars the image of God in man. Man was created in God's image, so when we sin, we are in effect polluting the reflection of the righteous God in us. Sin is also a rebellion against God. The world is at enmity with God. Man has hatred towards God and stands in opposition to him. So sin seeks to dethrone and depose God and to usurp his authority. Sin is any transgression or violation of God's law. 1 John 3 in the Bible says, Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. So, what is this law? Jesus taught in Mark 12 that the foundation of God's law is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. So this pinpoints our answer. Sin is, in short, the failure to love God. And 1 Corinthians 16 has some pretty strong words on that. If anyone does not love the Lord, he is to be accursed. So what can we do? It's a very real situation. It's certain death, and it's inescapable on our own. Well, if you recognize this as being your fate, and you realize your sin for what it is, a failure to love the perfect and holy God, you're already on the right path. Now you need to seek him, pray, and ask God for the capacity to love him. And then demonstrate your love by reading and obeying his word, the Bible. It was written for us. 
And when we love God, then and only then will a true love for others be kindled in our hearts. And that is the second greatest commandment in Mark 12, love your neighbor. And we'll talk more on that in tomorrow's Anchor LA podcast. This is Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA where you can find links and information to certain topics that we cover in the podcast. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.